Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise, honor, and glory. You are such a wonderful God, and so we need you every hour in our lives. Do not pass us by, O loving God. Lord, your servant is about to deliver your word. I pray that I may decrease and you increase. Let your people understand your word and act accordingly. Through Jesus the Christ, Amen. Amen. Beloved in Christ, I am grateful to God Almighty to bring you his message. The message is not about me. It's not about you. But the message is about God so that we can overcome the so many things we are going through in this world through Christ Jesus. I'm also grateful to God as I pass on this message that I am passing on a message to a people called the Methodist in a different part of the world. But I'm also grateful that to some extent we can understand ourselves. I am very sorry that I cannot express myself well in your language. At times I thank God and bless God and appreciate God when I see Ghanaians praising and glorifying God and the lifestyle and understanding of the Ghanaian. And so today, I'm sorry for those who will not get it, but I pray by the grace of God that no matter what the percentage you will surely hear and understand the word of God in Jesus' name. Today, according to election we, we are supposed to preach on the theme, overcoming temptation. Overcoming temptation. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived its birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Overcoming temptation. Each and every one of us in life will go through some form of temptation. But I have heard people saying that, oh, God tempted me. No. There is no way God can tempt you. The word temptation is used in a rather loose sense most of the time. I am tempted to go home and cook. I am tempted to go to church. 
We say I am tempted to trade my car. This is not really the sense or the proper interpretation of the word temptation in the Bible. Beloved, first, it is an enticement to evil thoughts. When we talk about temptation, it's when you desire or when you plan evil. When you have plans to carry out evil things, then it is temptation. A severe form of trial or affliction can be considered also a form of temptation. And so Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. Since the Garden of Eden, men and women face temptation from Satan. Who do we face temptation from? I can't hear you. Satan. We get temptation from Satan, not from God. Please project first um, display, First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. First Corinthians 10, 13. First Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. We go through some form of temptation. But God is on one side. God is on one side, sorry about it, looking at us, ready to support us, ready to guide us. It is like taking an examination. God will not give you an exam wherein it is set for those in Form 1. And he knows that you are in Class 4 and then give you a Form 1 exam or JSS 2 exam. No. God will let us go through some form of trial that he knows we can handle. Let us look at the story of Job. The Bible says Job was a man that was both rich and righteous. In this world, it is hard to come across a man that is both rich and righteous. I am not saying that we don't have, but it is difficult to come across people who are both rich, very rich and righteous. And then, one day, God asked Satan. He said, Satan, where are you coming from? And Satan answered God. He said, from toe and fro on earth. In other words, he was saying, I have been up and down the world. I've been going up and about. Then God asked Satan, Satan, did you see my servant Job whilst you were going up and about? Have you tried my servant Job? Then Satan answered God, I saw him, but you have put an edge around him, an edge of fire, so I can't go closer to Job. Then God instructed Satan, you can go and try him, but make sure you don't kill him. 
Yes. Job lost his servants and children. He lost the moral support of his wife. Due to the condition of Job, the wife looked at Job and said, Job, why are you doing this to yourself? See the way you are today. Very ill. You can't even lie on your bed anymore. A rich man like you. Now you are lying on the floor. Job, see what is coming out of your skin. All form of disease. Job, why can't you curse God and die? I don't know whether her eyes were somewhere else. But she was prepared to become a voluntary widow. By telling the husband, curse God and die. In a sense, you are tired with him. You now want to be a widow. You don't want to have him anymore. The bodily condition of Job was miserable. And at that time, trials were there. Friends decided to move away from Job. Remember, he was rich. People used to go across his road and they would stop by. Sir, please, can you help me? I don't have money to support my family. Other friends also would come. Sir, can you help me? Help me with the education of my children. Sir, we have projects in our church or we have projects somewhere. Can you help? When you are rich, people will run after you. But when you become miserable in life, when sick, when trials and pain and affliction comes your way, those people who used to use the same route and, bear, and get into, into um, Job's house, rather use another road because they don't want to go there anymore. Some use words like, hmm, I wonder what, such, what sort of thing has happened to this man. Maybe the money he used to share, maybe some kind of devilish money. But at that time when he gave you the money for you to support your family, you never mentioned it's a devilish money. When he gave you the money to support the education of your family, you never said words. But now because he's going through trials and pain, friends said, oh, I will not go to him anymore. Maybe this thing is from God. And they abandoned him. That is a form of trial. That is a form of temptation. And the temptation will come. I don't know, maybe some of you have been going through what Job went through. Maybe life has been so hard for you. And now people name you names. Maybe things are not too nice for you like before. Things are not so good for you like before. Family members have deserted you. Friends, colleagues have deserted you. Now you are going through from some form of temptation. Either to pay them evil. Or either to run somewhere else and ask for help. I could imagine how many friends we are telling Job. Job, move from this condition. I know somebody, a spiritualist. Or I know somebody who can help you to cure this, your disease. I know somebody, if we go to him, he can do something for you so that you will stand up again. Now that you have missed out, you don't have money anymore. I know somewhere I will take you so that you will become rich. Temptation.
I don't know what temptation you are going through in life. And there are people who are very close to you. Maybe your sister. Maybe your brother. Maybe a friend. Maybe a colleague in the office will tell you, come, let's go somewhere. This man can work something for us. The temptation there is that you are living God. God who is standing by your side. Watching the test that you are going through. You think God is not there. You think God do not understand your situation. You think God do not understand why you should fall ill. Or business should go bad for you. It is a form of test. It is a form of trial. And if only you put your hope and your trust in God. You will see the end. Hallelujah. Job said. Job, when he was going through all these difficulties, when he was going through all this pain, he said, I know that my Redeemer lives. I know God Almighty is there. No matter what I am going through, I know God Almighty is there. And he shall stand at the last on earth. And after my skin is destroyed, this same skin that you are seeing all form of disease, this same skin that you are seeing all form of blood all over, all, I look so miserable in this particular flesh. For this I know, that in this particular flesh, this rotten flesh, I shall see God. Whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold and not another. How my heart yearns within me. When a man. Going through such difficulty. Will say no. I only depend on God. Even when the wife said. Curse God and die. Even when friends. Abandon him. He still looked up to God. And said God. If you don't heal me. If you don't take care of me now. I know in this flesh. This my state. This my condition. I will surely see you. What is more blessed to see and meet with our heavenly father? Friends, your story might be similar to that of Job. And you are going through some form of trials. Some form of temptation. Be very careful. This is the time that the devil will come and tempt you. Why are you doing this to yourself? Don't, haven't you heard about the man down the road who can wash you and do some of these things and tell you what and what you are supposed to do? Haven't you heard about him? Why are you wasting time? Because he knows you depend on God. He knows you trust in God. He knows you have a covenant with God. And whilst you are there waiting on God, he wants to come in between and divert your attention. Forget about God. Come to this man. The man of the world will let you down. But Jesus never fails. Friends, Job was able to overcome that temptation. You and I will be asking the question, how can I overcome such temptation? Yes, for Job, he was able to overcome that temptation because he saw God as friend and he prayed unto God. 
When people, there are times we look at human beings. Our life has been designed based on other people, people's life. Rather than looking up to God. And so when going through difficulties, put your hope and your trust in God. Mr. Organist, help us with the hymn. Can we find a friend so faithful? Who will all our sorrows share? In his arms he will take and shield us. And we will find a solace there. The hymn, what a friend. take it to God in prayer. There are things that may seem mountainous. There are things or issues in life that may seem surmountable. That you can, insurmountable. That you cannot turn it over. You cannot overcome it. Put your hope and trust in God and all will be well. Beloved, let us look at another character talking about temptation. Each and every one of us, we go through some form of temptation. Some may say, oh, but I am old. How can I be tempted? Your own son, son or daughter can lead you into temptation. Your boss in the office can lead you into temptation. Yes. Because what Satan, the, the, the strategy of Satan... Is that if he knows that maybe you are strong to some extent. He will go through somebody that he knows that you have aff affection for. You have love for. And he will use that person to get you into his net. Beloved, I draw your attention to another character. By the name of Joseph. The Bible says that Joseph was handsome in appearance. Very handsome in appearance. Some Ghanaians, from what I have heard, how they would describe certain people, they say, oh, I like this thick, tall man. Thick, tall man. Unfortunately, it's when I arrive in Ghana, I got to hear about that kind of time. When people describe somebody, they say, oh, the man is thick, tall. So Joseph was like that. 
He was a thick, tall man. Not just thick, tall, but also handsome. And of course, you know the story about Joseph. From the time he was with his brother, until the time he came down to Egypt. In his master's house, he served his master so well. But because of his stature, because of his height, because of him being handsome, Potiphar's, Potiphar's wife decided to concentrate her eyes on Joseph. And he would say, come, come, don't worry. My husband is the boss. My husband is the president. In fact, he has a lot to do in the office. Only two of us are in this house. Please, whatever I ask you to do, just do it. Yes, it is good to do whatever our master says. It is good to respect our masters. But there are times we need to listen well what they are, the instructions they are giving us. And then Potiphar's wife said, don't worry. Come and lie on the bed with me. My husband is, is so busy. Look, I will let him promote you the things of this world. I will let him promote you. I will let him understand how you are doing your work well in this house. I will let him know that indeed you are a good servant. And then Potiphar said, no. I will not sin against my boss. He didn't say I will not sin against God. He said I will not sin against my boss. Some of us, we are not afraid of human beings at all. We are not afraid of our parents. We are not afraid of our boss. We are not, let me just generalize it. We are not afraid of human beings. Even if Jesus, the Jesus we are crying about, the Jesus we keep praying and rolling from here to there, if he comes now and be part of us, some of us will go there. Some of us will be with him. Come visit me and come stay with me are two different things. Let Jesus be with us for one week. Some of us will surely show ourselves. Some of us will even insult him. The one we are rolling crying. Yes. We are not afraid of man. But maybe if it is cow. Or maybe if it is some kind of spirit. We will run. But man. We do not respect man. Or be, neither be afraid of man. But Joseph said, no, I will not sin against my master, yet alone to talk about God. So, I will not do it. There are times, what I have told people in this world, when a man is interested in a woman, no sooner the woman says, look, don't disturb me, that is the end of the issue. No sooner the lady says, look, I am not interested, that is the end of the issue. But when a woman says, this man, I am interested in this man, beloved in Christ, gentlemen, only God will save you. And they do such things with all strength and zest. And so at the end of the day, what happened to, to Joseph? He ran away. He ran away from temptation. Because the woman was determined. 
And the woman has given her all the clue. Look, my husband will not come now. Look, he is very busy. And another point is that I will tell him good things about you and he will promote you. What Joseph ran away from? I wonder how many of us men. I wonder how many of us men. I will not finish it. Because we look at the opportunity. Oh, this is the number one woman in the nation. This is the number one woman. And she said she's going to support me. She said she's going to help me with the house. She said she's going to help me with money. She said she just needs me. That is all. Let me be doing my work at home. And it will be pro she will be promoting me to my boss. And those are the things that we desire. And then temptation comes in. Friends, Joseph's refusal to sin with her resulted in a line and causing Joseph to be thrown into prison. You can imagine that. You can imagine that. The woman knowing that, oh, maybe this man, I am sure Joseph never had the plan. Joseph never had the plan to report her. How can you walk to your master and report the wife just like that? It takes time. You have to think about it. He never had the plans. But the wife said, since you refuse to do what I have asked you to do, I will make sure I destroy you. So instead of promoting Joseph to the husband, he rather destroyed. He says, see, he left his clothes while running away. He tried to rape me. Somebody will ask the question, where was God then? When this man was going through that temptation, where was God? At the end, he was arrested and put in prison. Yes, for something he never did, he was imprisoned. Maybe you are like Joseph. Maybe you are going through such condition. People have named you names for something you haven't done. People are des have designed you for something you aren't really are. But God is on one side waiting to see if you will overcome the test. It is a simple test. It seems hard, but it is a simple test. God will not allow us to go through certain tests when he knows that we are not strong enough to go through it. And so he was behind Joseph. Joseph was imprisoned. But because he was faithful unto God, because he was faithful unto God, what happened? He came back into that same palace and became the prime minister. I pray that God will change your situation in the name of Jesus. No matter what they have said against you, no matter the evil plans people have against you, God will let you overcome and you will surmount all those challenges in Jesus' name. Thanks. Mr. Organist, help us with the hymn. Though we pass through tribulation, all will be well. Some of us can't bear. We can't wait. We can't be patient enough. Though we go through trials, though we go through pains, all indeed will be well.
Lastanza. Indeed, we expect a bright tomorrow if we put our hope and trust in God. Yes, faith can sing through days of sorrow. Believe that all, all will be well. On a father's love relying. Jesus every need supplying. Then in living or in dying. temptation if you depend on God you wait on God you trust God my brothers and sisters a wonderful tomorrow awaits you today might seem painful today might seem so bitter you might be crying and asking God God why me God why my family God why at this time we are so many they won't tell lies on any other person except me. God, why me? In the office, they think something else about you. God, why me? But maintain trust in God. For a wonderful tomorrow awaits you. Friends, as we come to a close, the question is, can we ever overcome? Can we overcome? The answer is yes. Yes, we will overcome. Tell the person close by you. Say yes, we will overcome. Fine. Yes, we will overcome. Now how can we overcome? How can we overcome such temptation? Satan has been going up and down. Using people. To tempt us. How can we overcome? There are times, not just people, even ourselves as individuals. How can we overcome? First of all, we will be able to overcome temptation when we put our hope and trust in nobody else except Christ Jesus. If your hope is in man, then you will fall. The day you take your eyes off man, and realize that man is not responsible for your success. Man is not responsible for your development on earth. It is God that is responsible for that. Then you begin to overcome. But as long as you depend on man. It will be difficult for you to overcome things in this world. I am not saying don't have respect for man. But don't put your hope and trust in man. Friends, when you put your hope and trust in man, they will come close to you and they will tell you things that you are supposed to do that will not glorify God. And then you have missed your point. The second point, how you can overcome temptation. Take your eyes of the things in this world. Your eyes. Our eyes are the things that cause us to sin. Take your eyes. 
For example, women, you see another sister well dressed on a Sunday from head to toe. And you look at the sister, oh my sister, this dress is nice. Oh, this dress, it, it's even in line with your heart and your shoes. This is, where, where, do, where do you get this one from? Is the shop around? You say, yes. <clears throat> my sister, this dress, you can't wear it. Oh, it is expensive. This dress, <clears throat> it's, it's 550 Ghana from one shop in the mall. Just this top alone is 550. My hat is 450. And my shoes is 650. And then you look at the person. Why are you telling me 650, 450? You think I can wear this? Your eyes cause you to have some kind of desire. You want to dress like Sister X. And so you sit down now. Hmm. What can I do to find 650? What can I do to find 450? What can I do to find 350? And you go about all sort of things just for you to dress like that sister and you come one day, sister, I told you I will get it. But you will not tell the sister how you got the money. Temptation. The things of this world. Our eyes our eyes, when your eyes see, turn it away. Yes, it is good to praise others that you, you, you look so nice. You look so beautiful. But don't concentrate on the dress and be asking, where did you buy this one from? This is from where? Oh, oh which shop do they sell this one? Leave that one. Tomorrow, you will dress in a way that the other sister also will ask you or will say to you, you look very nice. But when you start looking from head, running down to toe, and you want to have something, you want to dress like that sister, you want to be like that sister, then you are falling into temptation. But when you take your eyes off and just support the person and say, God, I know you will bless me one day. As I bless my sister, as I'm happy for my sister, I know you will also make me happy one day. Friends, then you have overcome temptation. The third and final point I will give you is that you should turn away from pride. Turn away from pride. Some of us want to be the man. We want to be the most powerful Wherever we go, we should be respected. And the way, unfortunately, we think people are successful is when you look at the house. Oh, Mr. Nee, he owned those houses, two of them. And there are two more at Strasako, two at East Legon, another four at Bram Bram. Then they say, this man, he has arrived. Pride! That's what Satan will do. When you have one, you want another. You want another. And at the end of the day, you leave all behind. Pride. You want to show human beings that you are powerful. That you have arrived. Instead of using that money to support the church. Instead of using that money to support other people who are way down there. I'm not saying don't enjoy your money. But think as to how you enjoy your money. You enter some homes. 
or some family uh, or some some house you meet about six seven cars park as if they are doing car rental six seven um dad have two mom have one the two kids one even one for the house boy just to go to market and come they have one why pride you want to be there haven't you been to my house have you seen my house have you seen my bed that is what we say my bed is six by six some will even say a ten by twelve ten by twelve where will you sleep pride we want to be there most of the things we go for we go for them we find money through some kind of means and when we get the money we don't know what to do and we do all sort of things pride comes into us i am not saying it is not good but that's how the devil works when he gives you bands he say oh you've used this bands is just six months you still have some money why can't you buy a, a g-wagon right forget about the 190 buy g-wagon and you are using it you say oh there is the new type of v8 it is about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars let me buy one one hundred and twenty thousand dollars you go and you buy v8 and you have other cars there and when you come to give collection you give 40 cds 50 cds you think god will bless both of us the same way god knows that my standard is 50 cds for collection i give 50 cds God knows your own standard that you are supposed to give. You refuse to give. Yes. When you arrive at the filling station with pride, you say, oh, fill my tank. Just fill my tank. You are wasting time for those of us who can't even buy up to 50 or 100 cities. Trying to tell us that we are not serious in life. Say, please fill my tank, fill my tank. And you there standing, you 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 put the, 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 the you roll the glass down, you'll be looking at others as if we are not serious. Friends, it is pride, but life, you must know your level. Don't put your eyes on what belongs to somebody. I usually tell my students, one day I had them arguing, oh, I won't, they were calling names. Ah, that guy has got money. In fact, if you see the wedding of the son, oh, that one too has money more than this one. They were arguing. Then I called them. Concentrate on your studies. Leave them. What is yours is what you are coming here to do. Some of you, all the time you fail exam, but you know all the people in Ghana who've got money. It's a form of research. For you to know those who have money, you have research about them. Why can't you go to the library and read your books? Friends, pride. The things of this world, when we see them, we run after them, we run after them, and we become tempted. Anything you see, you want. And when you want one, as long as it is a form of lust, when you go in for one, you go in for two, you go in for three. God has given you one. It is good for Christianity. We say one man, one woman. But by the time you finish with the one man, one woman, things are going well. Money, maybe those days you were struggling. And you think, oh, mom, please manage fish. We can manage fish. We live 
cow leg, leave um, a pork. Let's manage fish for now. Those small, small fish, let's eat it for now. Now God has blessed you. Level has turned. Instead of you coming with chicken, another thing for the family, now you know that there are other women out there that are nice. Then you start going for one girlfriend. One girlfriend will lead you to two girlfriends. It will go to three. Then you, if you are not careful, you go again to level, level 100 or level zero. You start eating fish again. Why do you have plans to let your family suffer? Why? Because of pride. And when those things enter us, we want to show human beings that yes, we have arrived. And so friends, I will leave you with this scripture. A main point that you must note as to how you can also be able to overcome uh, um, temptation is to read your Bible. Read your Bible. There are lessons in there that will direct you. Read your Bible. But the Bible says, godliness with contentment is a great gain. Godliness with contentment is a great gain. Be godly. Look up to God. Whatever he bless you with, manage it in life and you will surely overcome all form of temptation. I am thine, O Lord, I have heard thy word and it over to me. In the hand of faith and be close that run to draw me nearer draw me nearer nearer blessed Lord to the cross where thou draw me nearer draw me nearer Near a blessed Lord to the precious I want to pray with you because going through temptation is not an easy thing. As we go through this period of Lent, Satan keeps moving up and about to put us into some form of temptation. It can be anger. Somebody will say something and you are tempted to answer the person and deal with the person. In the process, you don't know what may befall you. Maybe that person is not even healthy enough and you hit the person. That is the end of life. Friends, temptation comes in different ways. You know what you desire. Commit it to God and ask God to grant you such blessings. Mr. Organist, as we pray, help us with the hymn, Dear Lord and Father of Mankind, forgive our foolish ways.
dear Lord and loving Father of mankind, forgive us, for we have not been strong enough to overcome temptation. But Lord, as we are going forth into the world this moment, we are determined, not by our own mind, but by your power and strength, that you will stand by us and you will be by us. That Lord, as we go through any form of trial or temptation, Lord, you help us to overcome. So that Lord, in the name of Jesus, we will become victorious. Lord, we expect a bright tomorrow. But for us to enjoy that tomorrow, it has to do with now, this present moment. Like you did it for Job. Like you did it for Joseph. Strengthen us, O God. Be with us and help us to overcome temptation now and always through Jesus, your son. Amen. God bless you all and have a lovely day.